Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to round two at Texas Tailgate Radio and Podcast down oh, here at the Lake House man. and brought to you by SmithMusic.com and also Texas Lake Beverage, R. Watson Boots, Sharp Leather Surprise, Supply, and the Lake House. I said surprise. surprise. Sharp Leather Surprise. It, it, it's nice when it's you like get a surprise casserole. from them. I was in a band <laughs> called Sharp Leather Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> we were an Iron Maiden cover, country cover band. Yeah, that's right. Out in Burleson, but we uh, <laughs> we didn't play many gigs. Not much demand. That's right, man. Not much demand. I don't know if you're telling me the truth or not. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm interested. I'm, <laughs> did he say Iron Maiden? He did say Iron Maiden. Yeah, we, we played Iron Maiden Watch songs in the style of early 2000s Texas country. Yeah. Um, kind of grainy. Kind of yeah. grainy sound. Lots yep. of acoustic and fiddle. Damn. Dude, well, obviously you have been introduced. I got to wrap my brain around that I, one. You should, man. <laughs> well, he, we, they were ju- the audience was just introduced to Bubba Balin. Yeah. Man, so glad you're here, man. I have been, like, relishing this day because I knew Ty was going to be here and you were going to be here. And I'm excited about both of you because I admire both of y'all's work. Really kind of was really intrigued with what Ty was doing. And, man, you guys do such different stuff. I'm excited to talk to you. DJ's been priming the pump for you to be here for me. So Thanks, he's, man. It's good to be here. Yeah, man. What have you been to be, up to, brother? Good to be anywhere, really. Yeah. But uh, well, and as long as you bring your <laughs> iron, your best Iron Maiden co- country covers, you will have an audience with me all day long. <laughs> yeah, you you might be the only audience we have, but <laughs> yeah, yeah well, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Glad to see. You. What have you been up to, man? I've been, you know, playing music. I uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if you know this, but I play you know lead guitar and steel with other artists too. So I've been playing with Josh Weathers. Yeah. Um, and so we. Uh, and you have a cover band you're part of, right? A uh, Motown cover band. Yeah, I, I'm, I haven't played with the Motown cover band in a while, Legacy oh. 4, but... Did you just do the Josh Weather show out of PKI's house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I was there the night before. I was playing in another place, PK, and saw Randy and uh, Austin also. You want to know something funny? Actually, y'all know Blake Burrow? Yeah. Yes. He asked me to play there, opening up for Josh a couple months ago, and I said yes, and then I forgot. Then Josh asked me to play, and I'm like, yeah. And I was like, oh, crap, I double-booked myself, but <laughs> it was with the opener and the headliner, so it worked out. Worked out great. You played with both? I played with both. That's badass, dude. So, man, what else you been doing besides that? You've got a new song coming out that's going to drop oh, this Friday. Oh, Friday. I got a song coming out Friday. It's called Open Harbor. It's yeah. uh, kind of like Motown meets country. So, But, dude, everything, yeah. everything you've released has intrigued me. Like, yeah. I've really liked the Pony. Funk tree. Yeah, yeah. That's what he calls it. Funk tree, right? Funk tree. I think it's good. Pony is one of my favorites. You, man, I, I sorted through your whole catalog, and I'm just really excited to see what you decide to play tonight. Oh, me too, man. <laughs> you didn't Did you come down. prepared? Or Ty you said just he didn't have a set list. He was rolling by the senior pants. So are we You're supposed to make a set list? I, if, there's, if there's other way to do things in life besides winging it, I've yet to learn that skill. So uh, That's all I got is winging it. But. I think we're all in the same boat, brother. Well, cool. Well, you saw, I, you got here halfway through. We just play a little music, we talk, we play a little music, we talk, and we just let this thing meander and go wherever it wants to. See? No, there's no set list, no plan, just right up your style. That's my style, man. Let's kick it off with a little music, All Bubba. Right. This is a song I wrote uh, with a girl in Nashville, Tennessee. We were playing at a bar, and uh, this dude came up to me. He's like, hey, man, you're from Texas. I'm like, yes, sir, I'm from Texas. He goes, I'm from Texas, but I'm not allowed to leave Texas. And I said, well, that's a problem, sir, because we're in Tennessee. He said, just don't tell my parole officer. So I wrote this song the next day. It's called Ain't Allowed to Leave Texas. I ain't allowed to leave Texas. Oh, but here I am. Crossing over into Louisiana. In my band's old Chevy van. I got my baby in Georgia. She's with a brand new man. Here I am Looking in the review The miles I've traveled down The choices I've been making They would not make my mama proud Playing bass in a honky-tonks And slinging quarter pounds Just trying to make an honest wage, the best way I know how. I ain't allowed to leave Texas. Oh, 
here I am Crossing over into Mississippi In a borrowed Chevy van I got my baby in Georgia She's with a brand new man When I show up at his door I ain't allowed to leave Texas Oh, but here I am Crossing over out of Alabama In a stolen Chevy van I got my baby in Georgia She's with a brand new man Y'all make some noise for Bub Balin. Hey, man. Dude, that's a great song. That. Thank y'all so much. Man, uh, inspired by a guy that wasn't supposed to leave because he was on parole. You know, yeah. I have I have been on the receipt, on the other end of that, like just like that guy is with Bubba. You got to watch out what you say around him because he will the song. Uh, man, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, just so. So, did he write a song on something you've said? Yeah, just uh, and it was from the stuff that uh, the guys at Billy Bob's love to say, because uh, uh, <laughs> the guys, the girls bring the guys, and the guys bring the beer, and that's how you Dude, pay the he bills. Has to buy the beer. The yeah, guys the guys buy the, buy the beer. That's right. Dude, he was telling me about this that you wrote this song, and, and no shit, he said I like that. I'm going to write a song about that. And I was like, okay, cool. People say that all the time to me, and and then it, like the next day he sends me an acoustic recording, and he's like, "Here you go. What do you think?" And I'm like, "What? You actually did it?" <laughs> and That's he had amazing, it recorded bro. like the next week, didn't you? It's like, yeah, man, that was my last single. Came out, yeah, a couple months ago, and yeah, man, it's. So, man, I've enjoyed watching and listening to the stuff that you've had going out. What has been your Favorite thing that you've done over the last couple, two or three years? Because you've had a lot of cool stuff you've been working on. Yeah, man. My favorite favorite gig or favorite Whatever is your favorite. Just favorite anything, man. Man, one of my favorite things. Believe it or not, actually, I'm going back in a couple weeks. I went on tour to Alaska last summer. Badass. Oh, yeah. And I played at a fishing lodge and then I played some other gigs up there. And, man, I like playing in little tiny towns in the mountains. That's probably my favorite thing. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. So what what was one of the places you played? I'm sure there's like cool name of some sort. Fishing Lodge. Uh, yeah, it's called, well, it's called Foster's Alaska Cabins. I played in Kenai, Alaska, if you ever heard of Kenai. Yeah. The Kenai River, it's like one of the most famous salmon fishing rivers in the world, really. And uh, yeah, I went fishing with a grizzly bear about 30 feet away from us. Oh, man. Dude, that's kind of cool. Uh-huh. Bro, how'd that make you feel? Did you almost piss in your khakis? I was in a I was in a boat, so it wasn't too yeah. Well, I'm I'm going actually in, in next week, next next Thursday or Friday, and uh yeah, I'll be fishing a lot by myself and there's a lot of grizzlies around, so Yeah, well that's cool, man. So so where you've been in Alaska, where else have you been in the last year or two? You know, I've played a m- most every mud hole in Texas I've played at and uh <laughs> Uh, Colorado, New Mexico, Colorado, California. Did I say Colorado twice? Yep. Uh, There's two Colorados, though. There's east and west. Yep. We can go with that. <laughs> Arkansas. Yep. Yeah. 
That's cool, man, dude. That's cool. Well, DJs told me some crazy stories about you, about your music. Were, were they re- really that crazy? They're, they're, they're not crazy. They're nah. crazy, meaning whimsical and fun and yeah. cool, right? Crazy. Yeah. You know, when I, was, I say crazy, it's like, hey, yeah, we man, were talking I'm a crazy about guy. before we got on, before Ty got on, about you getting hooked up with Ty Macklin. Yeah, uh, over at AOE oh, we Records. Tell yeah, that's yeah. that's a cool story. Yeah, so I've always I've always loved country music. I mean, old school honky tonk country music is like runs through my blood. I play pedal steel and love love old 60s, 70s country music. And then uh, I don't know what I watched a movie during COVID on the Muscle Shoals on Muscle Shoals. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I've, have you seen the Muscle Shoals documentary? I have. That's cool, man. And I just got obsessed with R and B and soul, and so I started playing. In a Motown cover band, playing guitar and singing, and then I met this dude, Ty Macklin, who's a great producer here in Fort Worth, uh, African-American dude, hip-hop, R&B, and I was like, yo, let me come play some session guitar for you, and I would like play a lot of neo-soul, funk, R&B, hip-hop guitar. Kind of Al McKay, kind of, yeah, 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 like yeah. Earth and Fire kind of shit. That's totally. cool. You know, Ernie Isley, those are, I mean, you know, I, I love to play guitar, that's my first love, so I got really into disco guitar, you know, everybody yeah. wants to chicken pick. Play rock and roll and Stevie Ray Vaughan. I'm trying to play disco guitar. So I love it. But dude, that's an un—I hate to say it, man. That is actually a really unthought of music when it comes to. There's some really cool, intricate little parts in disco music. There's so many of them. Oh yeah, the and chord it, changes, yeah. everything. It's wild. But, you know, I just like music that makes you want to dance. You know, when I started playing, writing songs, I was really into Towns Van Zant and sort of the singer-songwriter and. Now I'm like, if it don't make you want to shake your booty, I don't really want nothing to do with it, you know? <laughs> you, know you were talking about the intricacies. Like, man, was it you that I was talking to? It was I think it was you. They were talking about Michael Jackson with Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Like, the, the there's a part in there Michael goes, man, I don't want that in there. And it's the violins, which is one of the most amazing. Like, it's like it's like a, tri- like a, a triplet, like three or four triplets in a row. And it like really made that song. And disco songs have all that kind of cool stuff in it. Is that what he has you doing? Stuff like that over yeah, there? Yeah, you know, I mean, I do a lot of like, you know, R and B soul. And then like, you know, funk disco. Oh yeah. I don't know, just some I've, I've been, booty-shaking I've, guitar, you know? I've been obsessed for the last few years about disco country, that late 70s Nashville stuff oh. that is so you heavily influenced my favorite, by. and I would, I would argue is the best disco country record of all time. Yeah, lay it on us. It is Eddie Rabbit. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of the name of the record, but it's, I think it might be called Gone Too Far, but it's yes. got Gone Too Far, Pour Me Another Tequila... Doesn't have suspicions so on there good too. So. Yep. That is a disco country record. That is suspicion, them. man. And you know, so it was such a popular tune. I think even eight or nine years ago, Tim McGraw recut that for an Eddie tribute, Eddie Rabbit oh. tribute album, and he actually did an admirable job of that record. And Nashville, the musicians captured the essence of that song to some extent. It's kind of hard to get that original because suspicion was just. Just killer, man. Man, I've been digging on you. You, this, we've already mentioned. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, blind guy. Lord help, I'm having a brain fart. Who? Who? Uh, blind guy. Ronnie Millsap. Thank yeah. you. We mentioned him. His, his that era was very good with that like high heel sneakers and and. Uh, you know what? My favorite thing about Ronnie Millsap. <laughs> he has a record called 2020 Vision. I love it. <laughs> the brother be blind. <laughs> That, that's just that's, that's just him being clever, right? That's him being Ronnie Millsap. <laughs> you know, one it, of my it, favorite lines of his. He's like, "Every day I'm something and something. I'm uh, uh, working every night in factory, punching that clock on the wall." I'm like, "What kind of factory are you working in, brother?" <laughs> I don't want you operating an assembly line. Oh man, my dad saw him in the early '90s, and he said that he comes on stage and he goes. I'm sorry I'm late because I got lost back <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, you know, I played with him at Billy Bob's. Oh. And, man, you want to talk about the, first off, comedic. He's really, really funny like you're talking about. And, man, he's the consummate showman. The guy, even at 65 years old, was still just singing his ass off. Could really, man. literally just belt. And the other thing was he was really respectful of, of, you know, a lot of these guys get out and they just bitch. 
about all the music. <laughs> like if they're old times. Are, are you trying to tell me that musicians like to bitch? Yeah, I'm not, dude. <laughs> I don't believe you, man. Breaking news here on Channel Five: Every musician likes to bitch. Musicians are typically the most positive, uplifting, glass half full type of individuals. <laughs> Always looking for the silver lining, you I know. Mean, all, I think the same great the things about all their fellow musicians. With. Yeah, you know, they're they're just they're you know if they're couth is one word I would use to describe <laughs> them. Um, <laughs> Damn, a lot of uh, etiquette. You know, they're, they're they're proper etiquette is important to us musicians. I'm telling you, know? you man, for sure. Well, <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> that's why I thought it was like an earmark, right? I've never heard it before. He was extremely complimentary of today's music. He made mention. He said, man. It ain't my thing, but, man, there's some really cool stuff coming. It's just different. He said, everybody thought what I was doing in the late 70s was different. And yeah. He said, man, I think, I think things are going to evolve, and they always come full circle, and they'll go back to what it was at some point, kind of like Bell Bottoms coming back, right? Oh, yeah, totally. the old, it's different. That's like, that's like when the dad, you know, the daughter comes home with tattoos and, the, and, and dyed hair blue, and he's trying to be all supportive, but he's having a hard time. He goes, well, darling. It's different. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> At least she's happy. <laughs> different, but she's happy, you know, so I'm happy. <laughs> Man, you just distilled so many dads. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Texas. He's not wrong. <laughs> not wrong at all. Well, what do you got on deck? Let's play another song. All right. I wrote this song with my buddy Songbird Jones. I think he uh, distributes through Smith, too. Yep, and this he was on the podcast here a couple weeks ago. Hey, well, it's been a while. Yeah, he was here. Yeah, uh, we wrote this song. It's called Driving You to Denver, and it's, I got a full record coming out here in a couple months, just finishing the mix and master right now. So this one's called Driving You to Denver. Met you in a mountain town. I was... Taking time to heal my mind You were playing after college Wild and free I jumped in the ice-cold creek Warmed up in the old hot springs Steam rising through the aspen skies Stay with me in an empty seat, flew home. But in my mind, I knew this day would come. But I'd be driving you to Denver, mountains in the mirror, your head turned towards the window. I got your broken heart beside me Names carved in the pine tree Your heart bed home forever Now I'm driving you to Denver Snow falling higher Late nights on fire Tried so hard to fall in love with you. We dreamed about the kids we'd have someday. Had it all planned out just yesterday. But now I'm driving you to Denver. Mountains in the mirror Your head turned towards the window You won't look at me I got your broken heart beside me Names carved in the pine tree Your heart bed home forever Now I'm driving you to Denver You pack your bags into my car As you cried, how could I let it get this 
Driving you to Denver Mountains in the mirror Your head turned towards the window You won't look at me I got your broken heart beside me Names carved in the pine tree Your heartbed home forever Now I'm driving you to Denver Heartbed home forever Now I'm driving you to Denver Great song, Ooh, man. Oh, man. Thank I you got all so much. Got a Glenn Campbell vibe from totally. that. Totally, man. Well, John Denver like makes a rhinestone yeah. cowboy. <laughs> that is what it kind of felt like, yeah. yeah I really, to bit. me, it has kind of a Garth feel. And on this record coming yeah. out, I played all the guitar and pedal steel and dobro on it. But then on that one, I was, I'm friends with a guy named Bruce Bouton, who's a legendary pedal steel player. If you're one of. A pe- an autistic pedal steel player, like which is <laughs> redundant. They're all autistic, including <laughs> myself. But uh, this guy Bruce Bouton, he played on all the Garth Phenomenal. stuff. Yeah. He played on Much Too Young to Feel This Damn Old, Neon Moon, Brooks and Dunn. He played Highway 40 Blues, Ricky Skaggs. He's a legend. I was like, man, I need him to play on it. So he played steel on that song. But it's awesome, dude. Man, that song's great. So, man, what was y'all's inspiration behind that song? That's an interesting story. It tells a really yeah. amazing story. Is there? Some truth behind it? Yeah, well, it's, it's true. It happened to Matt Song, Songbird Jones, Matt Jones. He's one of my best friends. And, yeah, the, pretty much a true story that happened to him. And then uh, we wrote it together. And then I broke up with a girl and broke her heart. So I sing it a lot better now. But <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a, that's a long cry from the, the song that we released, a cover of Pony, and, and uh, which – I always get people uh, when I mention you. They're always like, "Oh man, that's the guy who did Pony, right?" <laughs> There's so many people who love the shit out of that, dude. I'm one version. of them. I'm one of them. I love it. I, dude, I literally just for fun, like I dabble in the radio marketing, promotion, advertising. I want to release it just to see what it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I just want to format the. Uh, and no, uh, it doesn't matter, dude. Because you know, at the end of the day, the fact of the matter is, is this is the deal. There's Spotify tastemakers and there's radio tastemakers, and I guarantee you, there are going to be radio tastemakers that are going to go, dude, that's cool, that's cool, and, you, and you're going to get on some obscure stuff. But I, to me, man, they will never forget who you are when you release that. It is a brand <laughs> awareness move, if I've ever heard it. You know, some of the worst things, some of the things that, that live the longest and have the longest memory, they never even got heard, but it was because somebody sent it out. And they go, man, that's that dude that released, well, like Once you, said, once you watch the video, too, you just it's always going to be seared in well, your brain. him riding on that horse. <laughs> and singing hair, into the horse brush. Hair flowing, <laughs> dude. And then it's like, a pony looks like a brand. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, I, I'm kind of schooled in the Smith. We spent a lot of time together. Well, I'll tell you how it all started is this is the story behind Pony, is, uh, which if you don't know, the song I'm talking about is... I'm just a bachelor <laughs> looking for a partner. You're going to play, play this. Yeah. So we'll play it after. But So I started, I was, I was going through this phase of trying to cover during COVID of a bunch of uh, covering like 90s R&B songs, making them country. And I was living with my roommate, one of my best friends, Aaron, at the time, and I'm sitting there kind of working it up. And he comes down the stairs. He's like, bro, you cannot play that song. That is not going to work. The country crowds are not going to like it. You can't play <laughs> Pony. And whenever someone tells me not to do something, that's something. Like, all right, all right. Fine, bitch. So <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. So I started playing it live, and I, and I came up with this bit on the fly one time at Filthy McNasty's. I was like, where are my rodeo people at? I got no rodeo fans out here. And people be like, woo, yeah. And I'd be like, where are my barrel racers at? And they'd be like, ah. I'd be like, come to the front barrel. I'd be like, you know, there's not a lot of songs about barrel racers that talk about how hard it is to go from city to city, rodeo to rodeo, keeping your pony healthy, yourself looking pretty, and keeping those cans from falling over. So this song's dedicated to y'all. And then I just started singing. I'm just a bachelor. And so and people started liking it live, and then uh, some people were like, "Are you gonna record that?" And I'd never, I never was gonna planning on recording a cover of Genuine's Pony, and it just kind of became a thing, and so we did it. 
Well, you know, the Hawaiian-sounding lap steel, that's it. That's my favorite part of the whole song. Yeah. Dude, it makes the whole, your vocals are killer. That's That makes the song. But the, the little nuances that just totally accentuate the, 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 the Bubba Pony experience, right? <laughs> yeah, for, uh, for, one, for one payment of $250,000, you can go on the Bubba Pony experience submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed safe passage. Oh, man. <laughs> That is too soon. That is a, maybe, <laughs> sorry, sorry. maybe a little. <laughs> Just kidding. We're all going to hell for that. Yeah, one. we are. That's all right. Um, yeah, well, let's play it. I'm gonna. I gotta hear it. This is what I was really looking for. Ladies and gentlemen, on the main stage we have Bubba playing pony. Get your dollars out. I'm just a bachelor. Looking for a partner Someone who knows how to ride Without even falling off We gotta be compatible Stretch me to my limits Girl wants if I break you off I promise you won't wanna get off If you want it, let's do it Riding my pony, my saddles waiting. So come and jump on in if you want it. Let's do it. Riding my pony, my saddles waiting. So come and jump on in. Sitting here flossing. A peep in your steelo Girl wants if I had the chance The things I would do to you You and your body Every single portion Sending chills up and down your spine Our Juices running down your vine If you want it, let's do it Ride it my pony, my saddles waiting. So come and jump on in if you want it. Let's do it. Ride it. My pony, my saddles waiting. So come and jump on in. That's enough of that, right? That is it. That is the one. I just like everybody's going, ow! <laughs> just randomly. That's, you know you hit something right. right. You know, and I, someone actually, speaking of that song, someone... Is that me? Yeah. Someone did hit me up to uh, play uh, music at a Magic Mike like, review thing. And I was like, nah, I'm Dude, good, thank you. was that the one in Frisco? Yeah, yeah. No, nope. well, and it was funny. I talked to that lady. She was we. She was trying to. She hit everybody, but she wanted a whole bunch of crazy stuff, man. Crazy. They wanted. They wanted you to sing in the show too, because apparently somebody got sick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you should have done it, dude. My dancing days are over, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. That actually, you. It'd been fun to just do it once and see what that was like. You know, that came from that show came from Miami. So they had a big to-do that they, they, they were touring all over the country and they'd be in a place for a couple months, right? And so what I was laughing about was with that in particular, that song totally fits that motif. Well, yeah, you know the famous scene in the movie with what's that dude's name? Um, um, he does the, the dance. It's Magic Mike, right? Magic Mike. He does the dance, you know? Yeah, that's him. That, you, know. you know me, I got those moves. You can tell. Yeah, that's what they say about you, you know? Yeah, all over my face, you can see it. He's a dancer. <laughs> I'm as graceful as a giraffe running through low-hanging trees, bro. <laughs> well, man, that's, that's a cool thing. So what do you got coming up? Tell us a little bit more about your album. I'm pretty excited. Sounds like it's more country vibe. Is that? And then I know you're Open Harbor. Now, yeah, I saw man. Well, yeah, actually, the record is pretty much straight funk-tree. It's, uh, I like to ju- I'm saying it kind of sounds like uh, D'Angelo meets Alan Jackson. Oh, man. Dude, now that's an interesting combo. Now, I did not get a chance. He, I got the email last week that had the Open Harbor in there, and, and man, 
and I he mentioned it to me, and I normally catch your music when it comes out, and I just had missed it, and which I just is, haven't opened that email. Which is bad, because you were at the top of my list last week. Well, which, but I didn't even... You know, they say about, you know what they say about DJ? He's making a list and checking it twice. <laughs> well, he, dude, the funny part about... I didn't if you're even naughty, it. you get put at the top of the list. Well, so. and that... So he's, and then I see the co- album cover. The album cover's cool. And then he's telling me that's another R&B singer, I guess, that sings yeah, at the yeah. studio. What's her name? Her name's Eve. Uh, E-V-E. She sings a band called For Your Soul. And, uh, yeah, she sang backup. She sang harmonies on the song. And so we took the album cover together. And Yeah, that's awesome. You got hooked up with her through Ty, right? Yeah, through Ty, yep. He produced the song, and he knew her, so... What about you, man? What have you been doing? What what you what you got exciting coming up, man? I've actually got an album that's in the works right now. A little bit of a honky tonk album, probably a little bit different than what I've normally done. But man, it doing the same thing. Listen to this guy preach and tell me what we need to be doing as artists, right? Yeah. You know. But yeah, I've got a couple things happening. I got a couple rock songs coming out from Steel Records out in Louisiana. But same old shit, different day. Always hustling. You're hustling. <laughs> yeah, Trying to do something. Still playing some live shows. Doing a little bit of guitar work. Same old thing, man. You know, do, having a good time playing music and making a living. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about going to Alaska. What job can you have? You can go over there and do a little bit of work, do a little bit of fishing, and hang out in the I place. know. It's awesome. It's, yeah, that's dude. what I try to do in the summer. It was so hot. This, I was like, I bought, I bought that van. I'm like, I'm trying to get out of God, Texas as much as I can. You're the smartest out of all of us. You said, I'm going to go to Alaska and when it's balls Are you hot driving to Alaska? No, I'm flying to Alaska, but then I actually need to hit you up. i got a few more dates I'm trying to film. I'm going to New Mexico and Colorado. Yeah, I've got a couple places you could probably August. go to. And yeah. uh, so I've got – I'm literally just trying to be gone, man. I'm, I've gotten really into mountain biking randomly, and so I'm going to bring dude, my bike. So, so, man, I've got a really cool connection with Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Washington, um, all in that little area. I was actually supposed to be there right now. But my mom's been in and out of the hospital. That's and so what they call the, the Great Cult region. Yeah, dude, it's amazing. That's where all of America's great cults were formed. Uh, the, well, really? hey, let me tell you something. There's something to be said about that. There's a music <laughs> cult there. And those folks, what I love about, uh, and then, you know, we've had this conversation with Ty earlier. Man, what I love about that region of the country is like, dude, they would like you and like Morgan Wallen in the same breath. They just like music, bro. And then so you can go up there and you can play show after show after show after show and people show up. If they don't show up, the people are there, tell them about it. The next time you're there, you have more people. And then, and, the, and they pay great. So Colorado's the same way. Like if you're buy talking about merch. Colorado, I got a couple places, and they buy a shit ton of merch. They do. It's because yeah. it's so cold, they got to stay warm. You know? <laughs> yeah, <we have laughs> Layers. Layers. Hey, man, uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, man. It's, it's uh, like all the stuff you're talking about. You know, Texas is a great melting pot for talent. It's so hot. You can fix it to melt, man. So you're talking about going out. If you remember, Cody Jinks said, man, I had to get the hell out of Texas because all those other guys were doing stuff. Going and touring not only is good for your travel, right, hanging out, but I think it's also good for your career. I do too, man. I mean, I think one of the things I love about Texas is the culture of live music. I mean, there's very few other places besides Nashville, New York, and L.A. where people are going to go listen to music on a Monday night, like here, Tuesday night. Yeah. But um, but a result of that is there's a lot of musicians, there's a lot of music, there's yep. a lot of venues, and it's saturated. It is saturated. And yep. so people, you know, whereas when you go to you know those states and you're playing you know real country music, they're like, this is amazing, man. Well, the cool thing I found, and, and this is funny, like we've got a co- I've got a couple guys that come in that are traveling from Oregon, and, and man, some of those networks, I have bands that are from Oregon and Washington that will come down here and play. Yeah, stay which, at my which house. bands? Eli Howard and the Greater yeah, Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli and them stay at my house every you time know, they Tyler come. Tyler and the Train Robbers. Yeah, dude, those guys They're are great awesome. too, man. But that whole area, those guys, man, they've built a whole little network. And then when you go up there, you got the same kind of luxury, man. Yeah. You don't have to spend money, you know. And, and, and again, network. I've actually, with Eli, I've actually got a, an acoustic EP that I'm putting together called Under the Covers. And he, Eli's going to join me on a couple songs, which should be fun. But, again, about that network that you're talking about, I could see you especially with your versatility with music, you go up there, man, you'd kill it and build you a cool network and, yeah, and wind up what, making good, decent money, too. That's what I'm trying to, man. The hardest thing is just routing everything, man. You know, it's one thing. This is the first tour I've ever booked where it's like, you know, a circle coming around and coming back. And it's like, you know, there's just a when lot you, of emails. When are you leaving? I leave August. Th- I play the Blue Light in Lubbock, August 3rd, Roswell, New Mexico, the 4th, Rio Dosa. Are you just I'm, trying to fill some little weekday holes? Yeah, and shit? yeah. I got I got one or two week fr- well, Friday, one or two weekend shows to fill. But yeah, got a okay. few. I'm trying to. It's just I find out they book real early out there too. 
Well, sh- when you get a chance, shoot me all your info. I'll figure out where you're at, and I might be able to connect you with I some will, guys. I will, dude. I will for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd love Thank to. You. There's a really cool place up there called Copper River that's in Fort Worth. It's in Pueblo, West Pueblo. Yeah. Nate Burnham just played there. I've played there. Um, dude, uh, I'm trying to think. David M. Burns has played there. Curtis Grimes has played there. Um, and they also like a variety of stuff, too. So, man, no, we were talking about the niches of country music, right? They like all kinds. So, man, they're cool place, inside stage. Even disco stage. country? They like they disco, like disco country? country? Like, dude, they would listen to Pony all day long, bro. <laughs> so, well, you know, y'all were talking about disco songs. You know, my favorite, I was a huge Kiss fan. Yeah. And so when Kiss signed to Casablanca and did I Was Made for Loving You, do you remember that disco oh, song? Oh, yeah. Dude, you need to check it out, bro. Man, the I harmonies. was made for loving you, baby. You were made for loving me. Dude. So good, It's almost like hot stuff, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, serious. They they did it, and, it, man, it was funny. It was the most critically, horrible critically acclaimed <laughs> album they released, but I'm so hooked on that <laughs> Man, that's good song. stuff. I hear it on the radio. On the on one of my one of my favorite sessions. quotes is by Willie Nelson. I was reading his book and he's talking about when he recorded "Redheaded Stranger," which is my favorite Willie record. You know, considered to preacher. be one of yeah. the greatest of country records of all yep. time. And but v- and when he he cut it, you know, it's very raw, stripped down. One of the first country records, especially in the early seventies, that was country politan. You know, strings and and so he's cut "Redheaded Redheaded Stranger," sent it to the A and R folks. I think it was Capital. It was Atlantic. I think. And they were like, yeah, it's a great demo. When are you going to cut the record? And he's like, this is the record. And they like, they said, this is completely and totally out of touch with the mainstream. And when he released it, it was his biggest record to date. That's why he went and re- signed uh, back to RCA. Yeah, so that's why I wrote yeah. it on my hand, completely and utterly out of touch with the mainstream. I love like, it. If an, I love AR, it. if an A&R person ever tells you that, you're probably doing something you know, right. They gave him a $100,000 advance on that album, and he cut that cut it for only 10 grand he's probably just had a bunch of debt and he's like well we can't afford a string section so well but you know <laughs> think about this I, and it's funny that you're talking about that but I think that man some of today's music is based on that same premise we have people that really like that raw grainy sound music in comparison to this polished overdone and so and that's because man and some of those people like all of it but they they like the spectrum from the broke down, you know, really scaled down version with a bass and a lap steel and a and and, and acoustic guitar and man, just some vocals, all the way up to machine. People's tastes have changed so much. That's almost become mainstream. Look at Zach Bryan. Yeah, yeah. You know, right there along this really crazily overproduced, expensive Morgan Wallen record is a guy that's grainy and it was recorded with a potato. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Country's a big tent. That is, that is for sure. Recorded with a potato. Sure. <laughs> you know, have you seen those things where you put like a one positive and negative into the potato and it charges a battery? Yeah. yeah. They did, that's how they recorded it, man. <laughs> live, live to potato instead of live to tape. You know, if you could do that, we should do that. I, one of my favorite recordings is um, up at uh, uh, Third Man Records in Nashville. They have that automatic Record straight recording. Straight to acetate. Yeah. Right to acetate with a mono. Uh, you get three and a half minutes. It costs you like 20 bucks. You actually get mono when you record it, too. You, you have mono the disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, 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 well, that's oh. a great way to lose weight. <laughs> like it is, it, you get the cracks and pops from that vinyl, and it is a creepy sound. And the right people who do it, 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 um, uh, uh, it Neil Young did a whole album with it, just like sixteen or seventeen tracks. And it's called Letters to Home, and he does a bunch of Willie Nelson covers, and he r- recites poetry and reads letters that he wrote to his mother, and he's talking I'm to her to in heaven. I think of Neil Young covering Willie Nelson. The red-headed stranger <laughs> from the wrong Montana rode into town he does on the one road. day, standing beside my high-riding hero. <laughs> That the the whole recording is so weird and and talk about out of touch with mainstream because that is like nobody nobody's going to buy an album that that's so that rough you know but but now we live in a streaming age and it, the hardcore fans will listen to it out of it being a novelty right and it's well, like but but you know what's so cool man like what you're talking about like you talk about going to Sun Studios recording in the yep, one mic did that didn't you do some yep. of that recently where you was it him that you were telling me? Yeah, you did it in a, uh, the Avalon Motel, right? Yeah, I did. Those, that that was a great recording. Me, that, yeah. So, 
man, that's, that's a good the cool story. part about what's going on right now. Like literally, th- there's those eccentricities that people are doing. Man, they're really in style. Like yeah. that to me. Well, man, if eccentricities are in style, then I'm good to go because I want eccentric brother. <laughs> well, I agree. If eccentric, if eccentricity is cool, I'm Miles Davis. Uh, there you go, brother. Well, and I think that there's something to be said about that. Like the, all those new recordings, like Pony. Pony is a as as tongue in cheek as it is. It's still. First off, literally music. tongue in cheek, but yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> musically, it's really good. The, I'm glad the, we your, got your that. Your chords are great. Your vocals are killer on it. But it also, man, is something that, regardless of what anybody says, because that song was so big, even in the crazy version you did it, it's super relatable. Like, dude, I know the first time I heard it, I was watching everybody out here. They're jamming, dude, because it is super relatable. Man, the funny thing, and I, I'm happy. I'm happy with this. My favorite, I, I think music should probably divide people. You know, if you're just okay to everybody, but the Facebook comments on my video for it are hysterical. It'll be like, oh my god, I love this song, and the next one will be like. He ruined Genuine, <laughs> and he can't even ride a horse either. Get him some help. <laughs> well, dude, you know the best part of that comment was your mannerisms. As you were just saying that, that was great. That's, that's my Karen <laughs> man- mannerism. The people who, dude, like, it was there. It was oh, dead man. on, spot on. That is so did, amazing. Did Omg, use, I cannot. This sucks. Did, did you screenshot any of that and use it in your marketing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got uh, an artist, uh, Louis the Singer, and he does it. Like he's one of those guys that R&B artists and he, with the 808s and everything, and then he adds a banjo, and now he's a country artist, and now he's doing really well uh, at singing Spanish as well. So if you gotta check him out, and he uses it all the time. He screenshots that, I'm makes sure videos. I played pedal steel on one of his songs that's coming out shortly. Oh, I like it. It's like awesome. Well, dude, again, crossing all these boundaries and doing things that push boundaries and cross boundaries and push the envelope. And, man, we're starting to see more and I used more to have of that. To go to, I used to have to go to the principal's office for crossing boundaries and <laughs> pushing know. boundaries. And now, now, you're now cool. they say it's good. Yeah. So. Now your eccentricities are paying off. <laughs> Be, uh, b- besides Pony, what's the most eccentric stuff you got? Like, oh, be, be careful yeah. with you. Eccentric original or eccentric cover? Oh, let's go with original. Yeah. What oh, you let's got? Do, let's do some What's original stuff. Yeah. All right, this, is, this is a song I wrote. It's a, it's a Western swing song. Uh, it's for the people who like Western swing, the Western lifestyle, and are also swingers. And it's called <laughs> Western Swingers. Let's do it. And uh, I, I really want to cut it with a band called Asleep at the Wheel. So if any of y'all know Ray Benson, if y'all could maybe put me in contact with him, that'd be real cool. It's funny. Just head on west from Fort Worth. You don't have to go too far. Just exit off the highway. Brother, you'll know where you are. Doctors, lawyers, boy, you'll be learning things that'll blow your mind. Find yourself a pretty young thing and head up over 99. Cause they're the Western Swingers, if you catch my drift. No one or girl trains them roping horses, she'll tie you down real quick. So throw your keys in the cowboy hat if you think you can hang with the Parker County Posse that plays them wild games. This next verse is like a lifetime movie. It may or may not be inspired by true events. I was playing in a tavern somewhere west of Abilene When a couple came up to me They said we like the way you sang I had no place for to lay my head And they said we'll put you up And just about when they shut the gates When the realization struck They were western swingers Real Bob Wills fans Well, she queued up that old faded love And grabbed me by the hand I guess the old bull was feeling tired But the heifer in her prime So they lured them in a young buck To relieve her anxious mind Ooh. 
They're the western swingers If you catch my drift no girl trains them cow horses and she'll rein you in real quick. All I'll say is, boy, run away when she breaks out the snaffle bit. Cause I tell you, boy, you'll be saddled sore when she decides it's time to quit. I tell you, boy, you'll be saddled sore when she decides it's time to quit. Yeah! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> a little something everybody can identify with. Can't, yeah, that, 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 I don't know. Not everybody, <laughs> but I love it. I just meant the this chord is, progression. This is it. Also, <laughs> is you cannot do anything around Bubba that might not end up. <laughs> it's just going to end up in a song. So watch That's yourself funny. around him. Be careful. That's great, man. That song's <laughs> great. So <laughs> yeah, be careful. <laughs> So do we have anything else along that same vein? Let's just keep the songs rolling. Oh, man. Yeah, I just, uh, I, you know, I, I like funny songs. They're not all the songs I write. I'm definitely not yeah, a comedy artist. It, it, but it's, I haven't, you haven't said it yet, Dusty. You, 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 what, what, your uh, uh, um, bridge, bridge well, jumpers? Dude, he hasn't played a wrestler. He hasn't. He hasn't. Dude, tonight, today, we had Ty, who had fun, up-tempo, cool songs. Not wrist litters and bridge jumpers, you know, like yeah. that just make you want to just. We we talk about your, this quite a bit every week. There's not not enough people are doing fun songs. Yeah, man, dude. I know it's this wild thing. It's like almost like when people go to a bar to hang out, they don't want to listen to sad funeral dirges, <laughs> dude, bro. I in know. the style of Towns Van Zant when they're out partying, it's this wild thing, you know. <laughs> well, dude, and what's so funny is what's hilarious. Like most of these songwriters around here are writing. Oh my God! You know, and it's like, dude, uh, to I, hear we we to hear stuff like that—that's funny. I mean, the the Denver song was amazing. It's it's kind of a sad song, but it's up tempo. But it's not like, <laughs> you know, man. I feel like you gotta earn you gotta earn a slow sad song. You can't just earn go it. up there and play slash. Elaborate slow on that. What do you mean by that? You got to earn it. it. You got to draw them in. You got to play four or five up-tempo songs. You got to make people be with you and listen to you. And then maybe you can hit them with a really sad, slow, emotional song. But Dude, Ty's agreeing with you, bro. He, I feel the same exact way, man. If you, you, go, if you show up at a bar and you start playing these, you know, uh, I don't know. Agricultural depression <laughs> in the year of our 13. I have a trust fund and I like to drink Jim Beam. <laughs> and a open road Stetson hat and a beard that goes to my knees. I'm an outlaw country artist, but I really am not a freaking outlaw. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah, I'm over there in the corner just like... So to me, dude, and it's funny to hear you say that because I really literally feel that way. And there are some people that can really get away with it because... There's some authenticity, real authenticity, what they're singing, you know, that they and they can sing. And I'm so authentic because well. I deal with my sadness by joking about it. Yeah, so bro. that's authentic to me. <laughs> but you know, like what you're saying, we were just talking. Like, there's artists that are here in town that are amazing. And I tell you, Jackie Darlene, I've never heard her play an up-tempo song in my life, yep. but she sings but so she well. She sends it. She sends it. Oh, but she sings so well. She and, sings. Yeah. And so, dude, you're mesmerized by it. And the dude, funny, it's a total sidebar. No one has ever captured her until Walt Wilkins. He finally got what I feel every time I've ever played with her, hung out with her, or heard her sing. Finally. But anyway, sidebar. Dude, like, that's, that's a one out of 40. Like, what you're talking about, dude, is legit, man. People, golly, they don't want to sit out here and get drunk, and they're talking and laughing and hanging with their friends, and they're talking about, you know, just these sad... Hey, hey. Have you seen any um, pushback on that or, or, or any kind of um, bias towards you because you, do, you don't do that kind of music? Like you go and do a singer-songwriter thing with the, you know, with the cowboy hipsters, as you like to call them. Uh, yeah, does it people like, oh, screw, screw Bubba. No, I don't think so because I'm the only – well, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think they're relieved that they don't have to listen to, you know – they're the relieved. march of the the march of the of the the of, death. the of the Lubbock hipsters, you know, for <laughs> five hours, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, dude, it's refreshing. We love to me. we love our Lubbock hipsters, but sometimes they they, they do. Dude, I love how depressing. he just he even he, he called even, them out. He even detailed it. It's yeah. not just cowboy hipsters. It's well, my Lubbock favorite thing hipsters. is is when you're you're at some at some song swap and they're like, yeah, man, my biggest influences are Guy Clark and Towns Van Zandt, and then they play a song that sounds like Daughtry or Hinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Hinder. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> no, he's no. not. So there's there's we, a whole group of them. We love every artist that we've ever had on the show. They're all amazing. They all have great personalities. They've all got something cool to offer. But then there's times that we just like, man, you know, you, and, and you don't do it on purpose because, man, when you listen to people, you try to mix it up and you try to do things. So you get a little bit of everything. But there's been three or four weeks in a row we've just had the same thing over and over and over again, bro. And it's and, and and so to have a night like this that is so different, it just makes us laugh. Like, well, we, and I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know if my, I, ha, I love so many kinds of music: bluegrass, honky tonk, Motown, disco. But it's hard enough Hi, to baby. make it to make it in the in the music industry. And so you might as well make music that is interesting to you and unique. It's probably not going to blow up anyways. Yeah. So you might as well make something that's interesting and, and true to you. And I think if it's interesting and different, it probably has a, somewhat of a better chance of making it. You know, one of my one of my least because I'm in the studio a lot playing steel and guitar with artists, and sometimes producers will be like, "Man, that's a little too out there. We need something more radio ready." I'm like, "If it's radio ready today, it's gonna be that. Just means boring. <laughs> if it sounds like what's on the radio now, by the time you put it out, it won't be cool anymore. Yeah. So you might right. as well do something that's original. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, wow. it's funny to hear you talk about that, and that's. That's one of the things that, like, you know, you're talking about making it. <clears throat> and, man, at the end of the day, I think our definition of making it really has to be real. Like, dude, you're going to Alaska, bro. Yeah. You're going to go play music in Alaska. You're not dying. You're not obviously starving. I'm not starving. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I don't mean it like that, but you know what I mean. We're n- you're not withering away. We're not. Dude, it's, you got a decent car. You got a decent place to live. Dude, what is making it, bro? Yeah, I, I sometimes you know? have to remind myself because I was it was uh, when I was working on this record a few months ago and I was real stressed because it's stressful. There's a lot of things to make a record, money and you know hurting the musicians, the producer, the studio engineer. It's like hurting cats, and so I was real stressed about it. And I was driving and I had this little moment. I was like, "You're stressed about making a record. It's still stressful, but like." At least you get to be stressed about making a record. record. If it wasn't for that, if it if you weren't a musician, you'd be stressed about you know expense reports or yeah, bro, sales figures. (laughs) You'd be just as stressed about some crap that didn't mean anything to you. So at least you get to be stressed about something cool. So I've spent the last fifteen or eighteen years in the corporate world, right? Kind of got away from music, still played, but kind of worked my way up the corporate ladder. And I took off, you know, due to COVID, it didn't work. And it's funny that you're talking about it. And then I went back to consulting. And DJ will tell you, I am like 5,000 times more pleasant to be around. Now that I, when I got back from Ireland and the UK, I quit my consulting job. Man, because I'm going to focus on music. And I've kind of put myself in that situation. And it's exactly what you said. Dude, I get to do something alive, And the, bro. the thing that I tell people, not just musicians, anybody who's looking for a career or a job is, I feel like, you know, whoa, hello. Uh, maybe 10 years ago, uh, sorry, my, my <laughs> autism brain got very distracted by the firework. <laughs> Happy 4th of July, right? <laughs> you know, for the longest time, being a musician would be cons- like if you went to meet your girlfriend's dad and he was like, what do you do for a living? And you're like, I'm a musician. He'd be like, oh, boy, get a real job, son. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> the different word again. But, uh, but now, I mean, with the way things are going and jobs your job, you can work at a place for 10 years and it'll get bought out or technology Bro. erases it. It's like, at least do something that no one can take away from you. Make a business that you're passionate about, whether it's music or something else, because oh my God. regular jobs, do not they're not going to exist. I don't mean to sound like a soapbox, but like if you go into a career in you know, mid-level management or sales, like it's probably going to not exist in five years. So Let me tell you a story. You might as well do something that you like. You know, Building on what you're talking about, that friend of mine, I worked. I did a lot of business with Walmart for a lot of years and remodeled their stores and did all kinds of cool stuff. Well, a friend of mine was an HR that hired us, and she went to a company called PCA, Packaging Corporation of America. And I don't really mind sharing it because I think it speaks volumes about corporate. She had been, She was in a regional HR and had like nine locations. She had a, region, an, a, a division manager or a plant manager that had been there 37 years. 
He died of a heart attack on a Saturday. They had an ad in the paper for his job on Monday morning. Dude, that's what you're talking about. And when you put perspective like that, that's a sad perspective. Yeah. But, man, how do, think about that, man. And he was so impactful on all those people's lives, and he was well-loved. Do you know how insulted the employers were, employees were that the employer did that? And think about what we're doing now. We get to do stuff that we like. There are yeah. some challenges, like you were talking about musicians bitching. If they're bitching, they're not paying attention to the right things because they get to do yeah, something Yeah, I mean, it's, like. that's why I see it. There are a lot of challenges. We all know how, how hard it can be to, to make a living, to play gigs, to put music out, try to get everything. But at the end of the day, I get to play guitar and sing for a living, you know? 100%, My dad bro. always told me growing up, if I, if I ever bitched about something that I chose, like a sports team, he'd always go, <laughs> the career you've chosen. Yes. The career Dude, you've chosen. Wrong. So whenever I think I, I'm just like you know I mean and every career has its ups and downs but at least I get to do something that is pa- that I'm passionate about you know so it was funny um, Ty and I recorded at the same studio at Rosewood and the guys that run that studio we've become really good friends and we were talking one day and we'd been working on the album and then I do some other projects I've got a couple writer a couple artists that are recording a couple songs which is amazingly fun but what's cool about it is when we were talking about all that stuff happening he looked at me and said you know. And, and we were having this deep conversation. He said, man, <clears throat> Willie Nelson had it right. The life I love is making music with my friends. Man, think about it from this perspective. We're not in this alone. You're, dude, y'all have a great relationship that's extremely admirable, and I love the stories that he tells me about how you make him laugh. And, you're, and dude, I'm serious. I'm being really serious. Meet and tie, you know, think about what we're doing here. There's something way more profound, and it, and it is simplistic, but it's also profound at the same time. We're building relationships. Dude, DJ and I have become very fast friends over the last couple of years. I get to meet you because of him. I get to meet Ty because of him. And, man, and then I get to build networks of people that actually care about me, and then if they like what I'm doing, they'll ask me to do work with them. I get to do work with you. You get to do work with me. Life I love is making music with my friends. And if you tr- continue to treat people the right way, you will have that circle the rest of your musical life. And I think about it from that perspective. And we're sitting here doing a radio show at a place that this is part of that. These people are so supportive of live music that own this venue. They let us do a radio show and a podcast every week. Every Even week. when there's one person out in the audience, they still love us enough to keep doing it. So that's the blessing. And you, you just called it. And even when people are bitching, man, I just sit back and I look and I have moments like this and I think about y'all's yeah. relationship and there's been multiple people that have come here that DJ knows that I just think that's the coolest part. Man, we're all helping each other in the long run, man. It's a really kind of a spiritual thing, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean, bro? And yeah. y- you know, and if you need something, we're all here for each other. That's a cool thing. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I could say, oh, talk about soapbox. My, my name is, <laughs> man, you just smile because God loves you. It's like my best Joel Osteen. I don't know man, if it's Man, Kenneth Copeland's, his place is right there, <laughs> yeah. man. We man, could, I, I caught the feeling. Hey, bring your private plane over he blew here, it Kenneth. This way. <laughs> well, of course. Dusty's going to be an evangelizer. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth, come on, Kenneth. <laughs> well, Send dude, the plane. <laughs> music is almost evangelistic, though, isn't it? It is. It's it a is. religion. It's a, it's a spiritual I, I thing. I mean, I mean we, we go up on stage and play music, and people put money in a plate. So <laughs> you know, and, and it doesn't matter how batshit crazy it is. Some people are going to like it. That's right. Hey, bro. No matter how horrible the recording is, there is somebody's going. Man, that's the best I've ever heard. I love it. You know, well, what Luckily other songs we don't you got? got that problem what other here. songs you got in the hopper? Let's play a couple more. We're getting kind of tight on time. Cool, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Bubba Beelin, come on, make some noise. No, yeah, not, it's, it's it's Bubba Bellin, but no big deal. <laughs> I'm sorry. Buddy. I should have corrected you. Earlier. I should have told Why you. Why have earlier. you not corrected me this I whole don't time? Know. Well, he did finally. He's now comfortable enough. I have with a ser- me to I have me. a servant heart, so you know, Bubba Bellin. <laughs> So many directions, girl The road takes all my time But it still hurts to feel rejection When you won't let me come inside No more excuses I've burned you and you've burned me But in the ashes 
But I still see the golden embers So that we remember when love was burning so bright Every day the world keeps changing Baby, I'll be staying Set fire to the list we've made Cause there's no love in keeping score Now the sun is setting And the lights are low Come a little closer And feel the glow Of golden embers So the we Changed the key. I did a key change, and the fireworks happened, and I forgot, and I went back to the original key. Then I had to change back, you know. <laughs> so now, so now we know how our scared dogs feel. That's right. It's just out of nowhere, <laughs> right, man? Where where can everybody find Bubba Bellin on the? You can internet? find Bubba Bellin on ChristianMingle.com, <laughs> FarmersOnly.com. Uh, I'm just kidding. Bubba Bellin on Instagram, TikTok, MySpace, Facebooks. Spotify, Bubba Bellin, you know, Smith's my wonderful distributor. So, yeah. That's awesome, dude. Well, man, I'm so thrilled that you've been here. Man, it's been so much fun talking. And like I said, man, excited about your new music that's coming out. Excited for you. Yeah, coming out Friday. Congratulations about Alaska. Open Harbor. Yeah, congratulations about Alaska. Oh, yeah. Catch some fish for us. Yes, please. Yeah, man. Keep keep us posted with the pics and let us know what's going on with that, bro. I will. I will. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. And then then you want to cut us out with one more little song before you take it? Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Here she comes marching into the restaurant. Stiff with hairspray, tough as a juggernaut. With a man eating his side like a well drained dog. She does the talking, he does what he's told. Well, she's a Diet Coke drinking to the manager, speaking as you be commander in chief. She's an off on selling, a gossip telling, Facebook sham machine. With her eyebrows raised and a lethal gaze That'll cut a man clean to Hell all hail, the queen of the suburbs Super mom well to do For her husband and her two boys She makes life tough A better GPA or job But never enough Club playdates, spring breaks in Cancun but Just to get a few more likes from my social media crew Well, she's a Diet Coke drinking to the manager Speaking as she'll be commander-in-chief She's 
Sipping up on selling a gossip telling Facebook share machine. With your eyebrows raised and a lethal gaze that'll cut a man clean in two. Hell, all hail the queen of the suburbs, super mom well to do. Always happy, she always wears a smile, but that's just the Botox and the Xanax keeps her looking and feeling fine. Well, she's a dot coke drinking to the manager, speaking as she was commander in chief. She's an off on selling, a gossip telling, Facebook share machine. And with her eyebrows raised and a lethal gaze, that'll cut a man clean in two. All hail the queen of the suburbs, super mom well to do. I say, hail all hail the queen of the suburbs, Miss Super Mom yelling at the Chick fil A manager because they put the pickles on the kids' sandwich on the way to cheer practice. Well to do. Yeah, y'all make some noise for Bubba, man. Check him out. So badass, man. Thank you so much for Thank being y'all here. Thank you for bro. having me. Man, enjoyed it, man. Remember Texas Tailgate Monday's podcast and radio show at the Lake House? If you're on, li- go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're listening out there on any of your uh, podcast listening devices, please follow us. Please follow, follow us. Follow us on that. And also smithmusic.com. Texas Lake Beverage, R. Watson Boots, Josh, uh, supply, Sharp Supply Leather, and, of course, all the good folks down here at the Lake House. Dusty Motes, DJ Dugan, signing out. See you next week. Yeah, bro.